What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. So last week, does anyone remember what we talked about last week? Oh, the honesty. Well, in that case, I'm just going to open up last week's notes and re-minister last week. <laughs> Woo, thank God, because I didn't prepare a message. <laughs> Changing your thoughts. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> Man. I was about to be like, about to do it again. We're getting it one more time. Because <laughs> obviously you haven't been changing the way you think. You need the podcast. You can go back and let, you don't remember what we talked about. You can go on the podcast. Let's, I, whoa, everyone's got time for podcast. Anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. But I will say this. I listened to myself the other day, and I was just like, ugh. It's so weird to listen to yourself. Like, it's not that, like... Like, I know that, like, what was being preached was God's word, not to, like, be like, oh, my God. You know, but it's just, like, I was, ugh. It's just my own voice. I'm just like, oh, you sound so stupid. Like, stop it. Anyway, all right. We need to talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. Amen. Let's get on with it. All right. So last week, talked a little bit about, you know, changing the way you think. And one thing that I really want to hit on tonight is everyone in this room, you've got something to share. You are meant to share. I want you to say this. I am meant to share. What am I meant to share, Cody? Do you guys know the answer? I think I heard like three people say it. Jesus, that is right. I'm going to pretend that everyone said Jesus. What are you guys meant to share? Jesus. Hey, that was so good. You guys are awesome. Yes. So, you guys are meant to share Jesus in this world. See, that's something that I think a lot of times we get in this place of just like me, 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 me. You go to church and you're like, I'm going through this. I need this. I need that. Blah, blah. And like, they're all rightful things. I get it. You know, sometimes you're struggling. Maybe you're going through a battle. Maybe you're having something you're dealing with. And I get it. You got to come to church like, God, help me, help me. But what's awesome is you're not meant to keep that all to yourself. Go to God. Get your help. Get your thing. You know what? Slap the Band-Aid on it. Get the cure. Do whatever you got to do. You know, get it from God. And then once you're done with it, you pass it on to someone else. Not like you're ever done with God. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you get it, you received it, you got your promise, you got your miracle, you got what you got, your blessing, and then you're like, let's take it out and show someone else how to live this out. Amen? You're supposed to leave this place. You're supposed to leave these four walls equipped with knowledge of how God helped you so that we can show someone else how they can be helped through God. Amen? You know, over in Mark 16, 15, it says this in the Passion Translation. It says, as you go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. And you guys are like, oh, I don't want to preach. Like, ugh. I can't do that. I'm not saying, and I don't even believe that Jesus is saying that to you specifically. He's not saying that you need to preach. What he's saying is that in any profession that you do, in any activity that you do, any opportunity that arises, and you have that moment where you're like, I can share Jesus today, you got to grab a hold of it. You got to do it. See, when it says you got to go into the world, it's saying to you, you got to go into your school. You got to go into your household. You got to go into the store. You got to go into the community. Whatever it is that you have a part of, you got to get out there and do it. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I can't reach everyone you can reach. I would love to do it for you, 
believe me, that'd be great. Because then you guys could just hang out every week, and then I, you guys would be like, go, Cody, go. And I'd be like, all right, let's do this. You know, but that's just not how it works. You know, like, I can't go with you everywhere. But you know who does go with you everywhere? <sighs> that was cool, because that just, like, that just happened. Like, the Holy Spirit's so good. Ah! All right. Over in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. Your school, this community, your world needs the life, needs the truth, and they need to know the way. Do you know the way? All right, let's pray real quick. Father God, I just thank you so much for this message tonight. I believe that our hearts are receptive to your word, God. Help us understand this principle of sharing others Jesus, God, help us be bold, help encourage us, help inspire us with your word tonight, and help us get everything that you want for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so the light in you. We're going to start over in the book of John chapter 1, over in verse 4. It says, the word, or Jesus, the living word, gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. And over in verse 5, it says, as the light shines in the darkness, the darkness can never extinguish it. You see, Jesus is the only one that can combat darkness. Because I believe that the book of John would have said, well, actually, a little bit of salt and pepper on some darkness will get rid of it too, but Jesus, you know, it specifically says that the word, Jesus, expels darkness. He's the only one that's going to get rid of the hate, the negativity, and all the mess in this world. The world's got some problems, guys. It's all kinds of jacked up. And I know you see it every single day. And if you don't see it in your own school, you see it on social media. You might even see it with some of your friends. You might see it with maybe even your parents. I don't want to get too far, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like there's darkness everywhere. And everyone needs some Jesus. Hey, maybe even sometimes you need a little bit of Jesus, but we're talking about everyone else tonight, you know. We're just going to pretend that, you know, you guys all got your Jesus, but everyone else needs some Jesus, you know. Amen. <laughs> Over in Matthew 5, 14, let's just, let's go there. I love this verse. You know, for a long time, this was like my verse, you know, Matthew 5, 14. If you'd like to pull up scripture, you, or you totally could, Miller. I appreciate you texting me while I'm preaching from my phone. That's cool. We can, like, chat. You know what? You can text me a little bit. We'll get, <laughs> Miller's having a conversation with me from the, <laughs> the back. All right. Over in Matthew 5, 14, I am reading from the New Living Translation. It says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket, but instead it is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. How many of you guys ever light your lamp and then put it in the closet? You guys don't do that. You don't. You don't like. You don't like light. Like you. Like you walk into your room and it's like pitch black, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, I can't see." And then you like turn on the lamp. And you're like, "All right, let me just put it in this closet, though." You know, like you're just like, "Oh, it's too bright." Like I can't. Ah! And so like you just you take that lamp that you needed to see in the darkness, and then you just put it away. Is that just me? No. What was that? Did you say what's the point? Exactly. What's the point of turning the light on if you're just gonna put it away? 
You see, I was actually going to do an example because I saw Dari had her blanket, and I really was going to do it, but I didn't really have to explain to Miller how to turn the lights off, and I feel like that was just a thing. We didn't have a chance to talk before service, but I was going to have Dari come up here with her blanket, and I was going to give her this flashlight, and I was going to let her, like, shine the flashlight, and then I was going to, like, take the blanket and go over her head and be like, what good's your light doing now because it's under this blanket? And then no one would be able to see the light because it was covered up. Maybe, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say that, like, you know, the, the light was covered up, but maybe a little bit was peeking out, but the full goodness of the light, the full purpose of the light was not being used, okay? The point of that is, is with Jesus, with the light that's been given to you, the light's been entrusted to you, this goodness that God imparts to you every single day. When you accepted God, all the goodness came with it. All of his promises came with it. All the blessings came with it. Your health, your wholeness, your prosperity, all of it was given to you. And you're meant to reflect that out to this world. But if you are like ashamed of it or just embarrassed about it and you're just like, I got this light and it's just like, I love this light so much, but really you're just like sitting in your room at night and only you're looking at it. You know, it's just like, oh, my light, my precious. I love it. It's so beautiful. But then as soon as you like walk out the door, you like throw it in the closet real quick. You're like, all right, I don't even know about this light. You know, it'd be like as if like, you know, I had like, a box with me this whole time, and I didn't tell you about it, and I had something inside of it that really blesses me, and I thought maybe it would bless you guys, but I never really told you that I had it with me this entire time I've been talking to you. Like, this whole time we've been talking, I've had a big box of candy that I believe could bless you and make you happy. I've, this whole time, I've had something that would make you happy, that would bring you joy, that would might maybe like, you know, take your mind off of some things for a little while, something that would bless you. But I didn't tell you about it, but I had it this whole time. Don't worry, I'm going to give you guys the, I, I shh. <laughs> don't worry, I'm going to give you guys full access to this candy. At the end of service, I will let you have as much or as little candy as you want. But the whole point of that was, is this whole time, I've had something good for you. I had something that I knew all of you guys wanted. I had something that all of you guys needed, but I didn't tell you about it. I kept it all to myself. How selfish of Cody to do that, to hold off all the candy to myself? Man, it's not meant to be that way, guys. Now, I know that most of the time, I'm not, and I'm not trying to, like, spank you guys tonight. That's weird. I'm not trying to get on to you by saying that like, how dare you not share Jesus with people, you jerks. No, I get it. Sometimes it's just intimidating. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. You don't know what to say. Sometimes you're like, I've done some things. I don't know if I'm worthy of sharing Jesus. You know, like I've smoked this. I've drank that. I'm not talking about Capri Sun. You know what I'm talking about? I've done this with him. I've done this with her. I'm no, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I believe you guys know what I'm talking about. I was in junior high once too. The temptations were real. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is I understand sometimes you get in that place where you're like, I am not worthy to share Jesus. I'm not worthy. But over in Ephesians chapter 2, 
We're going to start in verse 1. Give me a second to get there because I really, now you're going to have to bear with me because it's 10 verses. I know that's a lot, but we got it needs to be written. Read? Redden? <laughs> it needs to be redden, guys. Read it. It needs to be readed. All right, so I can grammar so greatly. All right, over in Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 1. It says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commanders of the powers, and the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey, who refuse to obey, to refuse, words are so good tonight. Let's try this again. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way. Did you see that? Everyone has lived that way. Following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature, by our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like anyone else, but God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by by God's grace that you have been saved. For he has raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us in a place with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. We're almost done. Hold on, bear with me. Really pay attention, guys. So God can point us to all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us for who are united with Christ Jesus. See, God saved you by his grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, So none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. Now, I read all of that, and I know it was a lot, but I wanted you to realize in here that there's so many things that maybe we've done in our past that might seem like we've been negated from the things of God. And and maybe without Jesus... Probably rightfully so. We should not be able to partake, but because of God, because God loves us so much that he sent Jesus for us for him to take the punishment for it. He stood in our place and took it all upon him so that way we didn't have to. See, without Jesus, you aren't worthy, but because of Jesus, you are worthy. You are capable. You do deserve to preach the truth because he saved you. When you didn't deserve it, you were saved. When Cody didn't deserve it, he was saved. When Miller didn't deserve it, and Lord Miller, he was saved. I love you, Miller. The point is, is it doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been, who you've been with, what you've said. You are now a masterpiece according to God. Do you know what a masterpiece is? A masterpiece means it doesn't need anything else. It's done. It's complete. It's perfect in the artist's eyes. Whew. Man, I got the Holy Ghost bumps going on right now. Like, I feel good. Like, this can't just be me, guys. Like, I know you feel it in this room right now. The Holy Spirit is dealing with you right now in your mind. 
He's saying, I love you. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. As long as you accept me and you understand that I have saved you, then everything is going to be all right. You will be effective for the kingdom of God. Whoo! God is freaking good. Man. All right, over in Matthew 10. We're going to go over to verse 6. Just give me a second to get there, guys. Actually, I want to read that new pastor. It doesn't matter. Okay, here we go. So, Matthew 10, verse 6. It says, Go instead and find the lost sheep among the people. And as you go, preach this message. Heaven's kingdom realm is accessible, close enough to touch. Remember last week I said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at touch, close enough to touch. You must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. Make it your habit to break off the demonic presence from people. Raise the dead back to life. Freely you have received the power of the kingdom, so freely release it to others. See, basically here, Jesus is saying, you've got this gift. You've got these things. You've been redeemed from all these things, so now you go out and do it. You've been healed. You've been set free. You've been forgiven. So get out there and help others get their healing too. Someone's at school and they got a headache. You're like, look, I'm going to pray for you right now. You might not understand it, but my God is going to heal you right now. All I need you to do is just believe. You know, Jesus said it multiple times before he prayed for you. He just said, only believe. And every time they were healed. Every time they were healed. You know, maybe you got someone and they're having family issues at school. And the reason I mentioned in school is because that's where you have the most influence right now. Or, you know, maybe it is on your social media, but whatever it is, like maybe you're talking to someone and they're having an issue, like maybe their their parents are fighting or maybe you're like they're having issues with their parents or maybe they're just having an issue with a teacher or whatever it may be. And they're just like, look, I just need some peace. I'm just tired. I, I, I'm, at my, I'm at my end. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm just lost. I'm confused. I'm broken. And that's when you're just like, look, can I pray for you? Can I talk to you about something? And you're just like, you give out what's been given to you. You pray for them. You use the name of Jesus. And you got to be bold about it. You got to be like, I know this worked for me and I know it will work for you. See, it's when you step out in faith that things happen. When you step out and you say, God, I trust you. God, I believe in you. God, I know you got my back. That's when God shows up. God will never let you fall. If you step out for him, he's always gonna step out for you. So I encourage you over this next week, over this next time, you know, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. I know that, like, you guys get tugs in your heart when you're about to do something wrong. Like, you just know, like, oh, man, like, I shouldn't do that. But in the same way, the Holy Spirit leads you into other things, too. Maybe you're in class, and and you just feel like this inclination of, like, I really need to go, like, check on my teacher, see if my teacher's all right. Like, I just need to go talk to her, like. See how she's doing, like what's going on in her life. Or maybe like a friend comes across your heart and you're just like, 
I don't know what's going on with them, but I need to text them like right now. Like you got to obey those leadings. And then when you obey those leadings, you got to step out and be like, what's going on? Is there anything I can pray for you about? You got to seek out these opportunities to share Jesus with people because that is what we're meant to do. You're not meant to hide that light under a basket. You're not meant to throw that lamp in the closet or leave your box of candy unopened for anyone to enjoy. This is the God that blessed you, that healed you, that set you free, that gave you salvation. People that you come in contact with every day need Jesus just as much as you do. So over this next week, like I said, I want you to seek out opportunities. I want you to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Everyone in this room knows one person that doesn't go to church or one person that maybe has fallen away from God and they need to get back in a relationship with him. Over this next week, look on that person, work on them. Talk to them, minister to them, love on them, pray for them. Talk to them about Jesus. And I'll tell you this, if you don't know how to talk to someone about Jesus, do the best you can and then bring them here and we'll do it together. That's what we're here for. You know, we want you guys to invite your friends. This room, junior high, should be packed out. Like, I want to see this room busting out the seams so much so that we got to go upstairs. Like, how rad would that be? That's just like, wow, we can't fit 120 junior high kids in this room. We got to move it upstairs. That would be so awesome. You know, it's not a numbers thing for me. I would rather there be 30 kids in here that genuinely want to better themselves and learn about God and understand more about him. But at the same time, I know that there's tons of people in your school that need Jesus, that are hurting, that are broken, that are lost, and you are meant to go after them. And how you can learn how to do that is by coming here every single week, learn a little bit more about God, a little bit, learn a little bit more about your relationship with God, and then going out from here into your harvest field and helping them get closer to God. And just a real quick plug for next week, you know, we're having our party next week. Like, that's an opportunity to be like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And they're like, oh, I don't know, just hanging around, doing whatever. And you're like, hey, we got pizza over here. Let's go hang out and eat pizza together. And like, everyone loves pizza. <laughs> I mean, you guys love your youth group, right? Whew, I don't know. I mean, you can raise your hand. You can shout. I really expected a bigger response than that. You guys do love coming here, right? Yeah. All right. Okay, good. I was hoping that you did. So share about this place with your friends. If you're afraid something weird's going to happen, it probably will, and that's fine. It's like Robert said to the other group last week, like if it happened once, it's probably going to happen again. But sometimes that's just God. And it hasn't scared you off, has it? God does some pretty cool radical things. And sometimes pretty cool radical things are just the way to get people to wake up. You got something from God and other people can get stuff from God too, amen? So I really challenge you. I want to see everyone work on one person this week. One person this week. 
It's all I'm asking. And it's like I've always at least try. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades 6 through 12. We hope to see you. Otherwise, be sure to keep on listening to the podcast. Thank you.